This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Saturday Squeeze is your shortcut to being informed weekend style. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Last Saturday Squeeze, Claire, until the 14th of January. Better make it a good one. (laughs) I think we can do that. We'll give it a go. In today's episode, we're going to talk about FTX, what it is, Mm. who's the guy who was arrested, why this matters, the whole thing. It's a huge story, that one, so let's get across it. Uh, And we preview the week coming up in the news. And what we found is that the handbrake for Christmas really hasn't been applied yet. It has not. We are rolling, steamrolling into Christmas. We finished with some recommendations and I have a cooking question for you. Uh, pressure is on I'm really hoping that I can answer that one yeah There's the question's a bit not of in the build script. up to this I don't know what it is so I'm looking forward to it but first the most clicked link out of the squiz today email this week blends two very popular topics it was a link to King Charles and Camilla's Christmas card it cops some flat yeah there was a bit of criticism and I was like why I don't get it it's just a lovely Christmas <laughs> photo Christmas card. but of course the haters gonna hate on Camilla those that don't like her still don't like her. They had to turn off comments on King Charles's Instagram post. <laughs> they did. It got a little bit rough and ready. I think it's a nice little photo of them. Merry sure. Christmas. Of course, they're having a rough week. Meghan and Harry back in the mm. headlines. We're actually not going to talk about that this week, though. We covered that off in last week's Saturday Squeeze, well and truly. I think, and our Claire. shortcuts. And in our Squeeze Shortcut this week, all about the royals and the dramas going on, if you haven't had a listen. As for the most covered story of the week... It's one of those ones that we wish we weren't talking about, Mm. Claire. Of course, the tragedy out of Weambler in Queensland this week. Yeah, look, no one really wants to talk about something like that, particularly this close to Christmas. Mm. And I guess the timing really makes no difference when something that sad happens. But it's something about this time of year, just imagining the pain of those families and what they're going through, uh, really at a time when they should be coming together and sharing the love for one another. Yeah, we've seen vigils across the country, but particularly in the town of Chinchilla um, across the last couple of days. And it reminded me, Claire, of the feeling we had this time last Mm. year, not dissimilar to when we heard that news of that jumping castle accident Mm. at Hillcrest Public School in Devonport that killed six children. The anniversary of that was yesterday. And as we head towards Christmas, a time where, as you say, we get to be with our families, our loved ones, our friends, our thoughts from the Squiz go out to both those communities. Okay. Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of FTX, was arrested in the Bahamas this week. What he is alleged to have done has been called one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. I sent a few messages, Claire, out to mates this week asking what they knew about it, what they cared about it, if they did care about it, (laughs) if they understood what's happened. Mm. Got a lot of blanks and a lot of please (laughs) explains. So here we are. It's one of those. You can see it in the news, but it's a little bit hard to penetrate. Look, anything about financial fraud is really hard to explain because we're talking about smart people Mm. and what they've done, they've usually got away with for a while. So it means that by definition, it's all pretty complex. But in this story, what US authorities say is that Bankman-Fried committed eight counts of fraud, conspiracy, 
campaign finance law violations that has to do with political donations mm. uh, and money laundering. Uh, essentially, he's been accused of misappropriating billions of dollars and his now bankrupt businesses might owe more than a million people money. Yeah, and the thing about FTX, and I'll just step people through it very quickly, is that um, it was a really trusted platform when it comes to crypto, as far as a trusted platform can be when it comes to crypto, just to tell you what it is or was, I guess mm. is a better way to put it. It was a cryptocurrency exchange platform. So it was designed for consumers, so you and me to invest in crypto. It was founded in 2019, not that long ago, no. which is something that blows my mind, the amount that he's done in the last three <laughs> years. And we'll, we'll step through that. At its peak in July 2021, it had over 1 million users. And those are the people that um, have lost this money or seemingly lost this yep. money. It was worth about US $32 billion. Yep. I've listened to a few business podcasts about it. And as I said, what struck me was that journalists who have been following FTX say it was one of the most trusted crypto exchange platforms. And I think that's the major point of this story. Crypto is new. It's mm. unregulated. It's risky. Mm. Collapse is a sort of part and parcel when it comes to disruptive industries like this. But for one that had the esteem of FTX, it makes this story all the more interesting. Yeah, it does, particularly as it's an industry that's looking to become more mainstream mm. And trusted and taken seriously. And the other thing about this story that makes it really hard to navigate is that no one really knows what happened yet. Yeah. Uh, they're still trying to figure that all out, including Sam Bankman Freed himself. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot to explain. And look, just a bit about him. He's only 30 years old. Uh, his parents are both law professors from Stanford University, which is a very prestigious uni in America. He's into what's called effective altruism, which is where you go hard, you make as much money as you possibly can, and then you give it all away. And you do good. The purpose is to give it away. Way. Okay. Also, in running this business, it was from the Bahamas, which is, as you say, Kate, where he was arrested. Mm. Ten of them who work there, the senior people, all live together in a penthouse <laughs> and there's this sort of very twisted web of relationships between them. So yeah. it's really quite His one of those very spicy stories. Very spicy story. I think um, I said to you that I see a fire Festival-style oh, documentary absolutely. coming our way. It's all a bit bizarre. His girlfriend um, was running a sister company and just to step through that, mm. the ins and outs of this is there was another company that Sam Bankman-Fried founded that was part of FTX. And if you're reading news about this, you'll hear about this a lot. It's called Alameda. In the words of the Wall Street Journal, because I don't trust myself to explain <laughs> it, it was a trading firm for cryptocurrency. FTX was for consumers. Usually these businesses would be separated. And it looks like what's happened in this case is money from FTX ended up at Alameda and was then used to make risky investments. Yeah. You with me? There's a lot of talk of co-mingling of gotcha. funds. Okay, co-mingling of funds. <laughs> so that's where it's all fallen apart. And what happened was that uh, one of their investors who then became one of their chief antagonists tweeted some suspicious stuff about what might have been happening and there was a run on FTX. So people like you and me were going, that sounds a bit dodgy. Yeah. I want my money back and they didn't have the funds to cover it and that's why it's collapsed. So, And that's why he's in super big trouble. And I guess there's also um, this intersection of celebrity in all of this. As mm. I said, he's only had this company for three years. He's managed to make friends with the likes of Tom Brady, his ex-wife. There's celebrity wrapped up in this. There's a whole heap around uh, – 
the Bahamas, how he's yep. been living there, the money he's given to sporting organisations, yep. the money he's given to charities, the he, money he's given to media businesses. He gave $40 million to the Democrats for the midterm elections. Political parties. It's yeah. incredible. And also grants to media companies. So you'll see in the reporting of it lots of little asterisks saying, mm. and by the way, the FTX Foundation actually gave X media company this much money for projects so yeah really tied up in a lot of fingers in a lot of pies yeah I will um, speak to a recommendation I have on a podcast if you just want the 14 minutes listening to Mm. who is known as SBF he became such a big name in the US that he was abbreviated he became SBF not Sam Bankman Freed (laughs) Um, and him talking and trying to defend what he has done Mm. um, and really trying to shift blame I guess in a lot of ways so um, I'll talk a little bit more about that podcast when we get to our recommendations Claire, I think that about sums it up though. That'll do. That'll do on that one. (laughs) Let's move on to what's coming up next week. Coming up this week, Claire, the summer solstice. Always a good day, the longest day of the year. That's on Thursday, the 22nd. Of course, Christmas is next weekend. And on that theme, it's 140 years since Thomas Edison, famous for inventing the light bulb, of course, invented Christmas lights. Look, all I'd say about that is he left his run a bit late. It's a bit close to Christmas. But <laughs> That's true. I mean, I don't know if he would have been a commercial success <laughs> that close to but Christmas. good luck to him, but I maybe guess. maybe the year following would have been. And certainly in the years since. <laughs> but the serious stuff, Monday morning, 2am. Yeah. It's the World Cup final. The World Cup final. Argentina versus France. If it wasn't in the middle of the night, I'd be up for it. But I don't know if 2am, I don't know if I can do it. It's an awkward time, it's isn't it? It's a really awkward time. Because you do need to go to bed and get some sleep. Yeah. And then you're not getting any sleep. And the max sleep you're probably going to get is four or five hours <laughs> on that old. side. This is – can we talk about that actually? Oh, look, Football I think a lot or... about it. Yes, okay. but anyway, yes. I think – I mean, for me, the, the great thing about these events is that when you wake up in the morning, you know the news coverage is – it'll be yeah. everywhere. It'll be great to look at. It'll yeah. be great to watch. Hopefully it's a cracking game. Lots said about it this past week. Yep. Can I leave this with the audience? The Socceroos have played at the World Cup six times, right? Yep. In four of them, they've been beaten by the eventual winner. Mm. In the other two, they were toppled by the team that won third place in the playoffs. As for this campaign, we lost to France in our pool match, people won't remember. Argentina, we lost to in the group of 16 game. So a journalist from the SMH this week pointed out that regardless of the result, we can say that we were only defeated by the two best teams in Mm. the world. I think that's something to be really proud of. I think you've written in here long bow. They've drawn a long bow. Or did I write that? You wrote that. <laughs> I'm going with it. I mean, and I think mm. there's been lots of commentary about how proud Australia should be of yeah. um, our, our fairing at this World Cup. Um, it's not about us, though. No, but who are you going for in the final? Well, I haven't read a lot about it. I don't have a passionate feeling no. for either country or team. Sport will or be the winner on the day. Sport will be the winner. I mean, a fairy tale. Lionel Messi having a fairy tale yeah. wouldn't be a bad thing, I, I guess. think that would be a good thing. A couple of big personalities. So, yeah, Lionel Messi is the biggest cat in the in that field. So good luck to him. Yeah, I think um, with all of this stuff, you just want a really close game. Yeah, for the fun of it. Um, on sport, just before we wrap up, what's happening this week? Also, the first test um, against South Africa kicks off today. We're talking cricket, of course. Nothing says summer like cricket. <laughs> really doesn't. You just need a few cicadas to come out and start clicking their legs together. Cicadas. 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 Potato, potato. <laughs> 
Squeeze recommends this week, as I promised, I have a podcast recommendation on the topic of FTX. The Wall Street Journal have a podcast called The Journal, really Mm. good business podcast. They have an interview titled, Do You Expect to Go to Jail? And that's an interview with Sam Bankman-Fried from a few weeks ago. It's really quick. It also has a journalist from the Wall Street Journal interjecting in the interview to explain Mm. what's going on. It'll give you a really good insight into the guy himself and how he's setting up his defence, I guess. And look, he's doing a lot of talking to media mm. about what's happening. Lots so of talking. it's actually really good to get a recommendation about where to spend your time because, yeah, he's going to be saying a lot by the sounds of things. Uh, we don't have a watching recommendation this week, mm. but I'm kind of here to retract last week's recommendation. I know, you didn't enjoy Colin from Accounts, which is contentious. I know. And look, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer by any stretch. No, what's happening? I reckon it could have been really good, like really, <laughs> really good. So I'm disappointed that it wasn't really, really good. And I have like a whole cascading kind of structure about my concerns. So Claire has (laughs) ambitions to be a TV producer. (laughs) I really don't. (laughs) I'm not going to bore you with it, but I thought it could have been better. I do encourage you to watch it, though it is a bit of switch off TV. Claire did say this in the office this week and was quickly rebuffed by a lot of our colleagues. Everyone. Everyone's really enjoyed it. I haven't watched it yet, but I definitely will, as I said. I do have a buying recommendation, though, if uh, anyone wants some last-minute Christmas gift ideas. Hit us up. Gorman. Okay. Um, and I don't think this is a new thing, but they've got a homewares kind of range. So if you walk yes. in and I, I think buying clothes for people is quite tricky. It's hard. Really, really hard. But don't think that that's what you're going to get if you walk into a Gorman store or go online. Um, they also have a whole lot of homewares stuff, really beautiful placemats, coasters, tea towels. And they're known for their really bright colours, yeah. really fresh kind of fun designs it's a good yeah, one yeah i hope my family isn't listening today because they might know what i got them for christmas <laughs> well, i hope they are listening but yeah they're quite big so it's good for our maybe they switched numbers. off a minute ago or so i don't yeah, know who knows anyway um what about cooking claire my question for you okay. and we'll talk about lara's mango chutney in a moment yep I am going to a Christmas barbecue with just four people and a few kids. Right. Don't want to do a half leg ham, too much ham. It's a lot of ham. Yeah. Can I do a can I baste a quarter leg ham? A quarter leg ham? Yeah. Which sort of quarter? Well, it's just the what the one you the buy. The chump from? end or the the thick end? The thick end? Okay. Like will it dry out? No, no, you just need to moderate the temperature a bit. Okay. So I can do a base. Yeah. yeah. Do a nice probably a sweeter sort of one. Yeah. You don't want to burn it like the sweeter one can because you don't have enough surface area to get it across. Why don't you think about one of those nice little gypsy hams? Yeah, that's what you see. They're delicious. Okay. They're really good. I'll have a think about that. Actually, there's a butcher near you that does a good one. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) That's That's all right. Good to know. But I think it was just more like... It's one of my top five butcheries in Sydney. I've had trouble with basting before where it dries out, you know. So I just wasn't sure if it was a small ham. Just watch your heat. Okay. And yeah, make a nice sweet one. Yeah. And it'll be good. Okay. Thank you. That's right. And some chutney with it, perhaps? Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. Lara Robertson, who does a lot of work on Saturday Squiz, she does Mm. a lot of work on Squiz... Generally. Generally. Yeah, she's, uh, she's a good cook as well. Uh, and she's got a mango chutney recipe. She says that it's so good that one of her really good chef friends has given her no end of compliments on it. So okay. it's a good gift one as well. So if you've got a little bit of time on the weekend, the mangoes are going pretty well. Yeah, mangoes are great at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So you could 
put that away on the weekend. You've got a, like a cupboard of delicious things to put on your cold ham and your warm ham. Yeah, I love that. We'll put all of these recommendations in your episode notes. As always, Claire, let's move on to our final squeeze press of the year. Importantly, everyone should know that the Squiz Today podcast will continue to publish next week in the run-up to Christmas. We will be there. We will be there. Or you will be there. I, I won't, <laughs> but you will be. I'll be on Squiz Shortcuts next week before um, a two-week break where we'll be publishing all sorts of holiday content, year yeah. reviews, quizzes, the year ahead. It's all there. The first drop of that content will actually be on Monday. And speaking mm. of cooking, it's all our recipe recommendations from the year. Yeah. So there's about 10 recipe recommendations each. Each month that wow. we give yeah so we're pulling all of that together there'll be a newsletter sent on that and it'll be on the website as well so if you're a podcast person you're not signed up to our newsletters you'll be able to find it on the squiz.com.au yeah amazing especially uh, in the lead up to Christmas as I said something lots to, of inspo lots of inspo there you go have a wonderful Christmas everyone from Claire and I on Saturday Squiz I'm sure you'll be wishing people Merry Christmas all next week so we won't yeah, labor that's it true thank you um from the bottom of our hearts for your support of The Squiz. The Squiz only works because you listen and it's just awesome. We've always loved talking to squizzes. We do it every week and we still have a smile on our face uh, every week that we come to the mic to do it. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Saturday Squiz, of course, will be back in 2023.